2: And with me to go through Brighton 3, Liverpool 0. I do have the full team. First of all, I have my namesake, Mr Daniel Rhodes, collection of and video analyst And pressing data collection for this one, Rhodes, it must have been particularly painful.
3: We'll come on to it, Dan. I think we should do an hour-long deep dive on Phil's cricket net. No, it that something. would be
2: better. How rusty was he? <laughs> 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 oh dear. Uh, yeah, a long, a long yeah. day's pressing collection on that, yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, that is the that is the levels of service, levels of commitments we, we show on this podcast anyway, isn't it? To <laughs> to analyze in Liverpool. Sounds I'll
3: never get back, but hopefully someone finds some kind of useful information
2: from it, which I don't well,
3: think, think we found.
2: I think we already have, yeah. So I think yeah. So thank you, Rosie, for for collecting that. Uh you just heard him chuckle there. It's Phil Fresh from his winter first of his winter cricket nets. Phil, how many times did he get bowled, mate? I didn't bat today. Uh, you didn't just, bat?
4: No, nah, I was just bowling today, mate. So, did you pull any muscles? What kind of a net is that? Well, I, I was constructing with bowling, Rosie, you know? I thought you were an opening bat. No, I'm not opening bat, mate. Jesus. All right. At 40, you think I'm going in to open the bat? <laughs> <you know? laughs> One of my eyes doesn't work as well as the other, so I can't do that. <laughs> that. Oh, dear. How many muscles did you pull bowling? Oh, uh, my back's in pieces, but that, <laughs> that is definitely old age. I, I'm feeling it at the moment. but anyway. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so, no, yeah, from the treatment
2: room, not the ivory tower today. <laughs>
4: yeah, definitely.
2: Yes. And, his, and 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 also our most practised sports scientist, he, he couldn't sleep. He was up at 5 a.m. The weather was too dirty to go out running, so he was doing preparation for this podcast. How about that? Simon Brundish. Evening, boys. This is the highlight of, of watching Liverpool at the moment. Not
5: doing... Yeah. yeah Just chatting about what we possibly could put right because it's such a shit show. Watching it is f- nightmare
2: yeah yeah right well we are going to attempt to analyse this nightmare um it could be quite x-rated um this this pod um so if you come in here for some rays of sunshine I'm afraid you're going to have to go elsewhere but we are going to give it both barrels and we're going to try and be uh, as honest as we can um, with what we've, what, we've, what we've seen and what the data's telling us um but before we do the data side of things um si, at the end of last week's pod um, we talked about possible solutions, right, and and what things that we could try to try and change things because we we thought after um, after the previous game uh, it was it was getting to a stage where it's not sustainable. We got to, We can't just keep on repeating and trying the same thing. It's the definition of insanity. Um, so, and we did, and we changed we changed things up. How did we change? Do you want to give us the overview on what we did in and out of possession in the in the four phases. Well, first of all, we didn't have Darwin. So
5: yeah. that's the thing. And I wonder how much of the game plan was designed around having Darwin or not. Um, even though he couldn't actually practice, yeah. like were they set up to the idea was to play? <laughs> um, who knows? But, um, on paper, it looks like we went to a, a weird, f- uh, four, three, one, two. Um, but. We actually just did different stuff in different phases than we'd done before. So um, whereas typically this exact team could have just been a 4-3-3 in the exact typical way that we've played in the past, with um Ox doing Manet's role, which I actually think is fairly well suited to, and Gakpo playing Bobby's role, which he is very, very suited to, because that's what he used to do in um in Holland. But we chose to out of, I don't know, Fear of what we're no longer able to do or fear of the opposition. I think that played a big role, the fear of the opposition. So we've played against two teams now that, um, there aren't many in the league. There are really three that, um, play man for man defense. So, um, Brentford are one, uh, in two phases, they play man for man and, and Brighton, they're pretty much man for man the whole time. Um, and you, a couple of things when you have possession of the ball, you beat your man for man by playing the ball really quick because the old adage that, uh, that you will have learned when you're five the ball moves faster than the man um but when you don't have the ball, you want to make sure that you're um you're covering the the technical quality of their man uh, of their players um and because they're man for man, they change up how their system the positioning of their players against ours. So we kind of have to be ready knowing where they're going to be because they'll be where our players put them, if that makes sense. If you have possession. Problem is we didn't have possession very much at all. So we couldn't dictate where their players were going to be. We were constantly reacting to where their players had had got themselves into. And we'd set up with um, Fab and Hendo being being deep pivots and theoretically – um, Ox was going to be in alongside, but Ox was released to go man mark um, McAllister when when he was around the ball when they had a when they had a significant phase of possession that um, Ox was there to man mark. In the meantime, Thiago um, in negative transition instantly went and um, got in the face of, of uh, Caicedo. And tried to block the interaction between uh, Casido and McAllister, whilst Hendo was there was deep um, getting in the way of the pass, theoretically passing lane of uh, into Matoma and Fab picked up Lalana. But when they're man for man, they're physically better than we are. So in how we used to dominate in three years ago, we we were just physically better than every team we played against. Yep. We were just brutalised against these because they're all bigger and faster than we are now, and mm-hmm. it's and it's a terrifying thing. So we matched up with man man for man, which actually just played into their uh,
2: hands because
5: physically one against one, they are better than us.
2: Can you make any sense of the having the Hendo deeper, and Tiago higher? Um... Decision, say si, in this. Um, you know, intuitively, it might seem better to have them the other way around.
5: The only thing I can fathom is that if you pick up scraps, which is what Thiago's role was in this game, if, if there was a player to pick up scraps high off the <laughs> pitch, he is more likely to kill the opposition from, the high, uh, from a high zone than Henderson is. That's the only thing I can think. Physically, you should expect. If what you're doing is is you've weighed up what you burst Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair, he he has won he has won possession back. Um, two. I, I did it earlier. I think it's two hundred and sixty t- uh, percent of what out of the amount of times Henderson's won the ball back this season. So it's two and a half times the amount Henderson's won the That's ball. Surprising. recovered the ball. Mm. While while Thiago is slaughtered for being not not vennel them um, and, and undoing our system because you know he's a ball player and he can't get about the pitch and and
6: he's a weak a weak link defensively, it's absolutely the opposite of the truth. Are you that person who has everything, the coolest merch, and those must-have
1: fan threads? Well. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index.
5: We've got two the, the other two lads in midfield have dropped off a cliff. Thiago's been an absolute shining beacon in possession and out of possession, but in yeah. this game so so what 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 the, the the equation I think for Klopp was, do we how do we let uh, um, continue with Thiago playing where he is playing, where he usually plays and get him on the ball, dominate in possession, um, and have Hendo picking up the scraps and pressing high up and trying to negate um, Caicedo and, and McAllister? Or do we do, uh, swap the other way around? And do we think we'll get more opportunity to to uh, kill Brighton if Thiago's high up the pitch? So who do you want? Who do you want high up the pitch? I think. Versus who do you want deep? And they went. I they, they decided that uh, they thought the best version was was to have have Tiago higher, and I think it totally ruined us.
2: And finally, aside on that, one, what do you what about the Salah Gakpo roles up front? How did you see that?
5: Uh, they, well, they were they were just playing left and right, and and <clears> trying <throat> to put pressure on the two um, wide fullbacks of, of of Brighton, which is Pascal Gross is playing right back. Mm. Like he he'd been a very decent ten yeah. for his entire career, and they've turned him into a right back. Mm. Do you not think that's a remarkable thing?
2: He yeah. went
3: and played the six as well when who is it Beltman came on? Yeah. <laughs> Like what a footballer!
5: Oh, uh, what a footballer! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always admired him. I always thought he would have been a good signing for Liverpool like five years ago. Um, you you, you could just slot him in, but I didn't realise that he could play right back. But but so basically, you've got Lewis Dunk who's a donkey, but the rest of them are so comfortable in possession. Mm. They're all happy to receive but, receive the ball under pressure. Who's that? Caldwell? What? Yeah, boy. he's loan from Chelsea. Right. Um. Yeah. So
2: just before we get on to Brighton, so much right. Um. Did you did you did you just see Gakpo left Salah right in a sort of a two either side of, you know? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. It. It. They
5: both stayed high. They both <laughs> they both were were trying to get in behind, but no one was releasing. So them.
2: basically, Gakpo just played where Darwin would have played. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um. But um. Let's talk about Brighton and Brighton's lineup. Um. Second time we played them this season. Second time we have got outplayed by them this season. <laughs> um, yeah. today, um, I guess the first thing I noticed when I saw the Brighton team sheet was um, they got an 18-year-old lad up front.
4: Yeah, but I mean, he's been playing. The, yeah. the only change they had was, was Christ playing fullback instead of Elton. So yeah. that's, that's for the Everton game. Ignore the midweek week game where they, they rolled out a few, few other yeah. changes. But the last league game, the only change they made. And but it doesn't surprise you, like They've got they're above league average for playing um, through balls or switches from that right zone where Gross was in. Mm. So you know we're looking at the Westcott rap, rap, report beforehand. So it doesn't surprise me when you've got a, a, an X10 playing in that role that he had such a good game, you know, and then he, he linked up really well with so- a solid March down the right hand side. Um, now one thing March has got is a good engine for sure. He's so got, got phenomenal. So he yeah. can cover Gross to do the Gross yeah, yeah. bits, but I mean they. I, I thought they, as I said in a lot of the pre-match, was they basically two sixes and two tens they kind of play with, and then their full-backs wide of those, and then mm. two two forward. Um, is it Minima, Minamoto and Matoma? Matoma and March are doing a lot of the running in the in the, in the wide areas and yeah. are work off the ball. So
5: you know, Matoma is is as the highest expected threat yeah. in the nineteenth league. He's brilliant.
4: He's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, I said on the preview with uh, David that it, it was, I didn't think they were going to miss um, the guy who's been, who's uh, out of contract in the summer, I can't really now. Trossard. Trossard, because they are a team, a system, exactly what we were two, three years ago. So Minamoto comes in, slots straight in, does exactly that role. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, 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 it's just, well, trossard, just trossard was playing, Trossard would, would have played the
2: where, where Ferguson would have played in this match, and Lalana, because that's what he's done in before, okay, <laughs> you know. But um, it's just
4: there's such a system, they're such yeah, well grilled yeah. now. They're yeah. just comfortable in possession. you can see, Casilo and um uh of sort of set that in it Just is exactly what I said today. if we went man for man against them, it would just we all knew we were gonna be it was gonna be a hard yeah. game, but I think we played into their hands. Esther pinnon
2: has got a huge engine as well, hasn't he? The left back. Yeah. He's, uh, ma- he's he's a monster. But they,
4: he's got to because they've got he's gotta provide the width for that side. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So and he, then.
2: And then Casilo and McAllister, absolute, the blend of those two in the centre yeah. mid is just unreal, isn't it?
4: Well, and the, you play Casilo dunk side to so protect potentially yeah. their weakest player on the ball with yeah. one of their, strong, their strongest midfielder. Yeah. So it, it, you just allow Dunk to do what he does best which is clear the ball, head volley and, and play it into an area where, or play it to a player who's better on the ball than him. So they've, they've managed to manifest a side that plays to the strengths of, of every player on there. I mean, even Alana had good moments because they were getting in the ball in the areas that he could still do stuff they weren't he's still, got his, he's still got
2: his technique hasn't he
4: exactly so then they're not asking him to do all the runs back and forth and the rest of it they're just saying look play in this area we'll get the ball to you and you can cause us trouble and he did yeah, you know, he putting the ball in behind. He was threading the yeah. ball through the halves. He played a lot. Know, so of wall, He played a lot of wall passes as well. Yeah, he, that's, some straight, yeah. So because he's he's touched yeah. his movement. He's still so he's just there. Take it in. Play it off me. Fine. You play around me, using me, uh, and they'll be in. And yeah. we were so immobile in times that he, he, he looked. Uh, he looked a top draw player. I'm not saying he's not a top draw player. But you know what I mean? He, he looked like the prime of his life rather than someone who's towards the end of his career.
2: Yeah.
4: Is I would say? Only, I completely agree with what I said about Thiago and Hendo I also thought it was limiting Hendo as well so you're not asking him to go and do use his engine because he hasn't got one you sit him next to uh, Fab he hasn't got to do as theoretically sitting in as a six hasn't got to do as much running that was another reason I thought maybe they, they, they switched the two around but anyway let Brian yeah right Rosie.
2: Um, before we go into the 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 go, um the the details of the match, uh, give us the really gory details and that much summary. <laughs> yeah, Grim.
3: Um the yeah eight outshot by by ten, sixteen shots to six. Um they had more than twice as many shots in the box as those twelve to five. They had eight shots on target to our two. That's our second worst. Um, shots on target difference behind the five-nil defeat to Man City in 1617. Um that was minus seven. <laughs> um they had 2.1 next to 1.2. We had 18 touches in their box. They had 39. Again, that's the second worst performance under Klopp. Um, behind, I'm sure you can guess, Man City. Any Man City, when you look at our negative stats, are literally the top four of every top four, top five, three of three of the top five in every single metric. Yeah. When you make it. When you do it on your spreadsheet, which is the worst, it's always Muncie <laughs> I have now entered <laughs> that phenomenon of us being of absolutely destroying us, and they destroyed us. Yeah. No, the the two point one XG for them, three big chances they had to our two. I think that's stretching it a lot. We'll come onto that. Um, they had another six, seven, eight chances where they messed it up, where the final ball was terrible. Um yeah. Yeah, they cut us up. I think they had a three V one that didn't even register. Um they had one non-penalty XG to our one point two. Um yeah, it was
2: <laughs> it's I might end call now. <laughs> um Rosie, um on the uh during the World Cup break, uh we did a pod reviewing the season so far and it is. what we've got to do. Then um, we thought this is a big chance for a reset. And then we podded after Villa saying, well, there's some things there that might, you know, be um, things to work on. It wasn't as bad as the previous, you know, the Fulham game. It was, for it was,
3: example. It was four big chances conceded against Villa. And we, yeah. hit, we hit a seven, which was the best we've yeah. had. So it was like, okay, what is this going to, we're still, we're still but, not really being told anything.
2: I think it's, I think it's, since then though, I think it's fair it's to say right. that we've actually got worse since the restart.
3: Yeah, we haven't had a, it's a third game in a row where we've had a negative big chance um, difference for the opposition, um, negative non-pelling XG chance. I think, I looked at this, it's the 10th game in a row when we've conceded higher than 13% shot um, value per shot for the opposition. So what's the average, 10%, just under 10%? Yeah. Might, every yeah. single game... In the last 10 games, we are conceding higher on average shots. One of them was a 24%. One of them was a 20%. There's an 18 and a 15. So every, so when, if, a, if a team has 10 shots against us at 20%, the, 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 that, that's huge. Because 20% can be a big chance in, on some occasions. So yeah, yeah. Every, it, when it feels like the opposition is having really good chances consistently, that's because it is <laughs> that bad. We're nearly conceding three big chances a game on average. Oh,
5: Jesus. Yeah. So, yes. Here's, here's here's a stat. Here's a stat that uh, actually probably links to that quite clearly. With I, I just thought about it while, while we we're talking. In the last three years, we've given up five or more through balls in a game. Fifteen times, we've won two of those matches in yeah. this game in this game, we gave up six three balls six yeah.
2: well, and we've only I'm given still up still six there. three balls
5: three times, yeah yeah, and two of them were in the last two matches
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, okay, so um, let 's start with that then say si. you mentioned three balls, it 's always a, we always know that three balls over. Way higher on average than the uh, the typical shot. Um, I think, you know, the, you know, the, the average rate, when, if, when you get three-ball converted just inside the box, is about a 21% completion rate. When it's slightly outside the box, even there, it's about 16% um, scoring rate for three, on three-ball chances. Um, how does a team get in position to get so many three-balls against you?
5: Well, I, I think the idea was actually, we would, we would set up structurally to block up the middle. Yes, so, like, we're obviously doing, trying to do stuff to, to prevent negative transition, but in possession, yeah. we, were, we, were, we were funneling down the sides. So that was the plan, to funnel down either side and then deal with whatever cross they might put in. Um, but, like, there were two occasions in the first 20 minutes where they had three players outside of our – so wider than on one side of the pitch. They had three players wi- outside of our formation – Right, so nobody was marking them, or or you theoretically are in a good spot in that place, right? Uh, Two times the first twenty minutes, and it ended up with a through ball of more than twenty meters long, right through the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like a friend of mine just doing is is pro license now, and those a video of that will be used in the pro license of how not to defend. Yeah. You can't set up with three players who've got whose whose role specifically is to block passing lanes, yeah, and have a ball played right through the middle of them. It's absolutely bonkers. It genuinely is the worst situation defensively, structurally, that Klopp is that we've seen amongst Klopp. And we've had some shitty players under, under Klopp when he first arrived.
2: Yeah. So but we have some very, very experienced players on, in that team. Um, we talked about it last week, si, Um We said, um, you know, how can the team with this much experience in it be, be executing this badly? And it's exactly the same thing again.
5: Yes, I think it's players' second-guessing where they're supposed to be all the time. There's yeah. lots of, like, looking around going, am I supposed to be just here? Am I supposed to be just here? Like, it, it has to be uh, unconscious. Fast football has to be unconscious. It has to be so well rehearsed that it's unconscious. The the direction you're going in. So maybe there's a look before a pass, but mostly it's going to be peripheral. And maybe there's a look before um you track, or it's mostly going to be peripheral over the relationship between uh, the fullback and and the right side of eight or the centre back or whatever. So it's just at the corner of your eye that you that you see. You feel that sense of where somebody is. And and now we're actually looking, and sometimes even asking. Yeah. Um. And and that's where it, that that's why we're just a little bit slow for everything because no one's quite sure exactly where they're supposed to be. And and then if one person's not not sure, they definitely their partner doesn't know where both of them are supposed to be.
2: So I think that's a really nice cue for Rosie to come in and let's start talking about the pressing here, Rosie, uh, because size size just described there. What I guess we've seen in the data that we've collected, and what you saw in detail um, when you were collecting. So, I mean, let's focus specifically on the first half, you know, to start with. Um, how how did you see that, Rosie?
3: Well, I've posted um, some images in the uh, pressing WhatsApp group, didn't I? About yeah. one after seven minutes, and it was it's kind of strange. I've never never seen it before after seven minutes of the game we had a line of failed presses just in front of our penalty box and I was like what on earth is yeah. going on here we've it was the most intense first ten minutes I've collected I don't know if that's true
2: it, it is not... true Rosie I'm really glad you noticed that
3: actually
2: <laughs> it felt I was like
3: why have I been sat here for an hour and a half and I'm ten minutes into the game <laughs> what is going on <laughs>
2: yeah yeah um, yeah. um i' that's a really it's, i'm really glad you noticed that because i've got the i've got the list of unwanted records that we've broken with our pressing yes. catastrophe in this game right and in the open you know i always divide the match into segments six fifteen minute segments for the paper chart yeah um and we've this is now the three hundred and thirty third match that we've collected under uh under the clock and um this is the second most presses we've ever had in the opening 15 minutes. There we go. 70. The only match we've had more was the 4-3 against Man City.
3: Yeah. That's how it felt. I, I um... So... Against Brentford, <laughs> I did the collection after, because I wasn't able to do it before the pod. And it was 44 or 45 presses in the first half. And... um there was, like I said, seventy in the opening, fifteen in this game. It was, it was the complete opposite. We've been, we've been taking. Yeah, there was one hundred and four. I think it was one hundred and four total against to Brentford. That two teams playing the complete opposite.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we've been thrashed. Yeah, in two different ways.
3: Yeah. yeah, complete opposite, diametrically opposite tactics against us have destroyed us in two games. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I guess this is one thing we touched on last week, and it's worth reiterating it now is it the players haven't quit on the manager. He hasn't, he hasn't lost the dressing room, right? No. They, they're absolutely trying. And last week they were trying as well. And, you know, 70 presses second most ever in the opening 15 minutes of a match, right? You can't... The, and it was 289. That's the, it's the fifth, fourth highest ever we've collected in a match, even when Gag's doing it as well. That's, that, that's the highest against any team not called Man City. In, in like six years collecting the collecting pressing, so you can't see the players aren't trying. It's just they're not. We just can't execute. We're just we're just a bad team, a very bad team.
3: Physically terrible. We can't. We couldn't get near them. I like. Um, it was funny. I think Bart's commented in the uh, UP group that uh, we needed a new staff, <clears throat> but not quite able to get. Um, I imagine. Yeah. Not quite able to counter the press, just get it's that there was so, so much of that, right? And we're just knocking it around as like we weren't there, yeah. and we were t- trying to stop them in the way that worked under clock for so many do, do, years. Do you
2: know what it was? It was like Rosie, it was like when you collected the press in for Man United against us last season, yes, with yeah, yes, that's a good show. Yeah, we, 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 we were sticking. like we were like we were like the moving, doing
3: eight consecutive presses in a row. Yeah, From his own halfway line. On his own. <laughs>
2: yeah. but, but, but we, we we were like the, the the training cones, which moved slightly, and they just they were the treatment drilled it around us. And, and but I mean, you've done some. You've done your normal viz on this one, and this one stood out like a sore thumb. The the the, the Brighton passing
4: network. It was
2: absolutely gorgeous, isn't it?
4: That's gorgeous. It's. It's phenomenal. And if, I mean, you guys are sitting in the Discord and the rest of it, but it's also overlaid the defensive duels and the way they kind of line up a bit with, uh, March and Minamito, you know, the wide areas winning it. And then they're also involved offensively as well. So I'm trying to show you that you, you've got a bit of offensive and, and, and on the ball and off the ball link. But I mean, you just said there, our highest pressing zone for us was not to 15, right? For the game. Yeah. So that is, if you look, I have broken our defensive duels. Per fifteen minute segment, and that has got that's one of the highest. Um, the dots are in that in the our attacking third, if you like. But as it adheres to what Rosie just said, we only won four out of eleven. Yeah, it's like we're getting there, but we're not. We're not getting there in time, so we're losing the duel. We're losing the press. It, it, it's just if you look at all of our phases during the defensive duels, they're dominated by red. Whereas you look at the comparison with Brighton. I, you, the the red of the the non-dominant if you like the green they're green all over and they're green in systematic areas as well yeah that was the beautiful thing it was like a fan we put it's this a, out on our twitter channel because it
2: was so yeah. it was so good um they got their passing network and then the duels that they win are all in a fan outside you know in, you're all in the attacking half in a semicircle around their passing
4: because exactly it's, it, it's just one of those where you think that as I said to you that's a well drilled side they know what they're doing they know where yeah. they're, they're trying to put the ball with, and they know where they're trying to win it and then they get it into the areas they want to play in and they go from there it is disappointing to see us fall from grace this much but I think you're right. We haven't the club hasn't lost the players. They just can't get to the ball enough. I mean, Because um, we joked, didn't we, in the chat, where he said yeah. we need Modi needs yeah. to collect a
2: new metric about how many times we wanted to try and press, but we didn't yeah. even get close yeah.
4: to, to try it's to just, do the press. It's mad. It's mad, but then I mean some of that started from you know the data that was coming out during the week from Mark R Stats, right? It we was still coming quite high and we looked at it or I looked at it and the threshold is eight seconds.
2: Yeah. Which, oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, what so, he was tra-
4: he was trying to measure counter presses. What he mean. was in,
2: in, the, in the in the event data.
4: So it's a it's a different threshold if you like. Exactly. Whereas you guys, it's ridiculous. It's a long, long long time, right? What's been happening
3: game? How exactly. many presses did you collect in eight seconds in this match, bros? Oh my <laughs> words! I I thought you might have had some chains swimming down. It did feel like there were quite Ooh, a few. I didn't actually check you the longest chain know? actually. Yeah. yeah, I thought there might have been some. It looked like we we put together a lot of presses in one point, but passed. But then Brighton had just. Because we were just pushing them back and moving them and moving them, it was either we were moving them and they were playing around us and then getting on a counter attack. or oh, because we didn't win the ball that much either, did we, Danny? It wasn't that an historic loss. Oh no,
2: it was awful. There's a percentage,
3: yeah. but our front three—all I don't know if we've seen that. Oh, well, I'm not ho- sure we can. I'm not sure ho- we can call Thiago front three, but positionally in the average pressing, he certainly was part of it all over forte. Yeah, well, so yeah. the effort was
2: there. Yeah, the effort was there. I think that's the most important thing. Is so that we, we, we can, the only thing, the only positive is that the players haven't quit on the manager. Salah <laughs> eight high value players. That's huge. Yeah. Well, let, let's just let's just hold the forwards. I've got some specific questions I want to ask you on that a bit later on, Rosie. But um, but so just just um, um, anything more you want to add on um, on on the on the Brighton passing and the, and the game plan because it was like you, you, they were we were we were, we were a a step behind them the whole way when weren't when they were building it.
4: Yeah, I, I think the networks show, you know, volume passes, but they have a clear structure. In, in every phase of the game, breaking it down in 15 segments, they have a clear structure of where they want to be, where their players are lined up on and off the ball. You can see that in where they're winning the duels and then in the pass network where they're receiving it and playing it. And it was, I hated it from a point of view as watching us have to go through that but it was great. And as I said about the timing, because they had that clear structure, their timing was absolutely spot on. They were fizzing it in, playing off, moving it around. The switches were working. Whereas conversely, I've lost count the number of times we put a ball straight out play from a pass. Oh yeah. You uh, know our, our, I mean, our ability and the pressure were very I mean, yeah. shocking. Even not under pressure. A simple yeah. ball out oh. to a fullback <clears> <throat> isn't a pressured ball. should be nope. easy and put it straight out for a throw. Yeah. And they weren't doing that all game. It was a lovely, uh, well, from a coaching perspective and looking at how a team should play, uh, yeah. I thought Brian were a joy to
2: watch. Yeah, say si, um, you were particularly impressed with their uh, centre mid duo Koshido and McAllister. Yeah, oh, they're just phenomenal. There is you can you can talk
5: about any any uh, physical or technical quality of uh, of centre midfield players, and these two are, are the modern version of that. Like. Um, McAllister is like prime, um, Fabregas, but six inches taller and a little stockier and he can run for days. Um, uh, Caicedo is everything that you thought McAlady was that like they are both phenomenal footballers and, and they have all like they can pass their, their awareness around the first touch is phenomenal. Their interchange is phenomenal. Um, I love them. I'd sign them
2: both. Well, I mean, so victory for a victory for scouting. I think, uh, say, si, um, and both sides. Yeah, yeah. South the team cost sixteen million quid. No, well, no, no
3: yeah. A, a deep analysis of transfer committee um, value, yeah.
5: Dan.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Tony Bloom for you, isn't it? I mean, Tony Bloom means. Like, I think he's the I think he's got the Godfather oh, okay. now, isn't he? Um, in the sports data. Um, can, but, can I add some stats
5: to not those two players, but to what you're talking about? Yeah, um, we we talked last week about pressing um, in the. Um, a lot of pressing is – opportunity of pressing comes from a couple of things. One, how much deep possession they have, and they yeah. have a ton. So, so they give us opportunity to press in really high volume. But the biggest problem with our success or, or failure of pressing is, is the timing of the moment we lost the ball. Yeah. Whether, whether we we lost the ball when we were set to and ready to press in the right structure. So what we're doing is, we're, we're the reason we have so many presses is because we've got six lads that have just bond forward. They're almost in a straight line, so they're all ready to press at the same time. Yeah. So you can count six yeah. lads every time somebody gets the ball. Yeah. And what we used to have was a wave, a, three, a, a three-pronged wave yeah. that would lock around a section of the pitch. So you get past the first one, but the second one knew exactly which direction that yeah. the, the player was going to have to turn to get away from the first one. And that, so and let's where, be clear: what we're doing right now is
2: go on. Let's be clear: that worked as well as it's ever done in the second half of last season. Yes, yeah. that 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 yeah. shape and that 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 wave of two threes. Yeah, absolutely. We collected yeah. some of the best pressing performances we've ever done in back in the second half of last season.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Control possession. That's the bottom line. It's just the control of possession. Control possession doesn't need 15 passes. Nope. It just needs the right pass at the right time. That's all. And now we're playing with a hair on fire. Yeah, we're making mistakes mentally all the time in possession, out of possession. So nobody knows
2: when they should be anywhere, and that is the crux to all of this. Yeah. So can we just talk about? Can I ask you to talk about um, Brighton in? Build up, say, um, because we're going to come on. Me and Rosie are going to come on and talk about the pressing in in more depth in a minute. Um, but just wanted to know from what Brighton were doing in build up. Why was it so easy for them to play through us and be on our defence so quickly? And then you know, they, everybody were running, and they constantly seem to have three on two, four on three. You know, against our backline. What, what is it? Is it just the quality of their two midfield players in particular or is it just is it the system or is it, is it everything well,
5: their, their formation itself they're brave so they they right. always had four lads forward <laughs> yes um, which were pressing and uh, which were forcing forcing turnovers high turnovers for them yeah. so that they got four and three all the time that's that's why it felt like it but secondly their second wave of pressing is Caicedo and McAllister mm. uh, who uh, and Gross and Espirian or whatever he's called Estepinion yeah and so yeah, who who phenomenal technish, uh, technical footballers, and they can—they're all press resistant in the in that they're willing to take possession no matter what. They all have a drop of the shoulder and a skill to get out to beat the first man. But we were making it easy by leaving leaving gaps to play through. Yeah. and and the thing that makes made it easier for them is that all of their players can receive possession they aren't targeting one or two players so that's what teams typically do against us they they're hoping to play one way through one or two attacking players and and it's easier for us to cut off those passing lanes because we know which direction they're going to go we have no idea which direction that these lads are going to go they're going to just they're playing like we did 2 years ago they're just going to play to the optimal available player so it's we are to, you were eulogising Brighton last season because their she was amazing this team is the best version of the thing that you talked about last season
2: yeah that's, even when even, just even, even when they first came up I can't remember the lame of the lad they had at playing DM but even then Dale was it Dale Stevens, was it? it wasn't it no no it was no, a Sort of a minute, yeah. It was no, it was Dale. Well, I'm sure it was Dale Stevens or something like that. And okay. yeah, but they, even then, they tried to play football and they tried to play. You could see what they were trying to do with Potter. But even then, they but they just got better players now.
5: Yeah, it's, they were a little bit more sterile in possession, but they all yeah, liked yeah. they they like the technical version. But but the but I don't think it was. Imp- I don't think it was possible
2: to predict the the quality of McAllister and, and Casino. Well, to way. be honest, they were both signed as teenagers from South America. So. Yeah, but one was
5: a ten and one was an eight, and they're both moved yeah. into the yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. position here. Um, uh, but statistically, yeah. I just wanted to point out that the um we had a possession control of minus forty three, uh, and our possession control generally is around minus fifteen uh, as a as a team. And we usually have two centre backs, um, two midfielders, and occasionally one of the forwards in positive or within two of of um, neutral. Yeah, and in this game, we had um, Ibu on six, Tiago Tiago in two, who's Tiago's usually on nine, um, and the two centre backs are usually in double figures, positive double figures of winning the ball back against losing the ball. Everybody else was a catastrophe, and if you if all of your players over the
6: pitch are losing the ball, you yeah. don't know where to win it back. No, yeah.
0: Thank you. Bye bye.
2: Um, Rosie, (laughs) let's talk about the pressing because we we need to do credit. We need to do justice to your devotion, your effort to collect this Uh, right. (laughs) Um, Do you want the records first? Yeah. (laughs) So we've already mentioned fourth highest ever presses most against any team not called Man City. Uh, Do you know? Do you want to have a guess on the fails, presses? Because you you said this is you said at the time, this feels like I've never collected this volume of fails. Do you you want to have a guess at the final figure of the total fails? Yeah.
3: Oh, you've already told me, Dan.
2: Oh, have I? Sorry, yeah. (laughs) 84, roadsy. 80, 84. I
3: could have looked amazing then. (laughs) Um, but,
2: But the bad thing is, it's 17 more than our previous. Highest. Um, it was awful. Seventeen. How can you be seventeen more than your previous worst performance? And that was the two. That was the two two against Man City, which you collected last season. And I think there's a lot of parallels with that game, right? In this,
3: yeah, yeah. The fact that we've made Brighton look like Manchester City tells says a like, lot. It's hard to know because everything sides <clears> just about Brighton's quality is true. It is true. They are a really good side now. Um, I think we just got to get used to that, but they're not. Pete Man City good. No. Um, and we made him look like that. And I think the key reason behind that was clearly, I think everyone knows it, it was the midfield. And I think the pressing stats show that. I, what did it was,
2: Henderson, 52% efficiency. 52, 52% efficiency. He had 12 failures, 12 yeah. fresh, So So um, we, we we always talk about the importance of failures, don't we, Roti? Yeah. Because, because he, a man has been bypassed, you know. Well, I out. think... The system then, you know, what, what what Bart's always talks about is this, the system being put under stress and, and instability, isn't it? And, and that's exactly what a failed press does, right?
3: Yeah, well, not only that, I think there's a really nugget of information in this, and that's that group pressing is usually quality. And they, yes. there are one, two, three, four, five players in this game involved in group presses with 100% efficiency. Now look at Henderson and Fabiño. Fabinho, 25% efficiency in the group press. Wow. 20% efficiency in the group press with five. So he only in a group press for Henderson, he only won one
2: of them. Four of them. So imagine that on a football pitch. Even when pitch. there's two players on even when there's two on imagine, one. Imagine
3: yeah, imagine that on a football pitch. Two players commit to one player yeah. and you fail that press. The space it's just there for them to just take advantage and exploit. It's your two midfielders in the middle yeah. of the pitch. Yeah. And that's what we saw.
2: Yeah, and the, as as size as already said that Henderson was in the deeper role for, in this game as well, yeah. so it was even more costly. Um, and
3: that, there was just a line of failed presses <laughs> appearing on this <laughs> on my screen. Just I'm in the middle of our own half. And I was going, what on earth is this? You know, um, we know we joked time. you know we joked after about an hour down, after an hour, Dan, there hasn't been any failed presses in our own half. Yeah. I've collected games like that. So for this to happen so soon, 27 minutes is a big line of failures.
2: Yeah. Um, and we joked about the um the pressing uh leading to uh, you know, with the pressing we couldn't even get in the position to press because we were too slow. Um any Any particular areas where that was most common? was it the game in the midfield or everywhere um, I think
3: it was it was definitely the majority of it was in the midfield, uh, there was a couple from Trent, a couple from Rob a couple from Matic, if I'm honest, I think yeah. um, Gakpo, there there's a lot of volume, but not much from it, yeah. Um, one high-value press then out of 47 is possibly the worst um, ratio we've ever seen. Yeah, well,
2: I would, I would, I've, got, I've got some specific questions on Cody to ask you at the end, right? So just, the bad stuff, the really bad stuff, Rosie, the shots from failed pressing. Yeah. Eight, eight shots from failed pressing. Brighton had eight shots, um, including... Two of the three goals, the first two goals, I believe, Rosie, were both. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if you'd added up
3: the XG. I think it's about one point four, so seventy-five percent of their XG came from our field pressing.
2: Fucking hell! Uh, pr- <laughs> so that's a record. That was a record. Previous worst was seven. Uh, that was the, that was the Man United game at Old Trafford earlier this season, and the City to the two-two with a Salah game. Um, yeah. The seventy-point-nine percent pressing efficiency for the team—that's the third worst ever. And
3: the surprise is not the worst,
2: yeah. Um, the worst ever was Brentford away last season, which you collected, Road. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, but like in the other top six, in terms of worst pressing and efficiency, all five, all the other five were against really direct long ball teams, right? This is what yeah. this is the only one against the footballing team, short passing footballing team. And they yeah, just destroyed I thought,
3: us. I, I, thought, I, I thought I remember the PSG one being particularly bad. Yeah.
2: Not quite the 70.9 anyway. It's probably low 70, 72, 73 or something like that. Uh, and um, we had 54 presses in the high central zone in the final third in centre of the pitch. That's the second highest ever we've had in that section of the pitch. Ever. Yeah. That was the tactic,
3: wasn't it? It was just Yeah. Right.
2: But if you look at the heat map, right, it's exactly where you would want the presses to be if if we yes. could execute the game plan. <laughs> Yeah, if you could, if you could stop them from passing it around you or through you, well, yeah, but like you know, you said about group pressing. Um, did you see the one I put in the chat about the, the, the pressing chains? It was a record for fail in chains. So yeah. the changes where you it, the waves is you know is is well as the group pressing, and only sixty two percent of our pressing in chains was effective. That's it's absolutely madness. So we yeah. we we had these clusters of two, three, four presses in quick succession, and then to no effect and just being bypassed.
3: Yeah, not to a lot of effect. The effect was that we were committing a lot of men into one particular pitch and then they were passing it around it and then attacking on it three-on-one on one one occasion.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, just to sum up, huge volume, huge intensity, huge effort, no production. Um, We had... um, we had one shot of our own from press and we conceded eight. Um, very low possession wins. Um, very low group presses. Um, but then the percentages of how much we pressed, of it, how much we got from it, ultra low. Pressing efficiency, incredibly low. Um, yeah. And it, even the zones, we tried to press high. And, we you know, in the middle third, very little in the defensive third or the, 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 the own half as well. So it yeah. just like, it was like, I think I've used this line before. It's like you're going to see the Beatles and then the bootleg Beatles turn up, but they were imposters. It was imposters because they were trying to do the thing that they'd done, but we just couldn't get anywhere near it. The execution. Do you know
5: this is the the um, fourth most touches we've ever any uh, any teams had against Klopp, and you know who the other three teams are. Uh, the other three matches. You don't know the matches, but you know. PSG, Starter. No, Man City, Man City, Man City. Oh, City. oh right. Sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Literally
5: more than Barca, more than anybody else. Man no. City, Man City, Man City, <laughs> Brighton. <laughs> Salah won at high uh,
3: eight high value presses down. And I think yeah. that's worth a note. It's nearly more than the rest of the team combined,
2: mind you. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. Do you know
3: what
2: I think? I'm just. Unbelievable, the- Dan. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about the second half in a minute. When we come to that, yeah. Um,
5: Do you know, I've just noticed from the from the list of of uh, of touches against us, right? Of yeah. the top five, we played a two man midfield all the way through. Wow! Ooh. Apart from Hendo's top, and then and then the next four, all I would say, like well, you got you got two deep deep line midfielders. Because yeah. I would go along with that in this match. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: Um. So. Question to, you, question to you, Bart, because I'm bringing you in for this one. Right. We, um, you've just listened to all the yeah. horrendous <laughs> stuff there. Um, do we need to stop doing it? Do we need to stop trying to press? Because it's becoming more harmful now. We're doing more harm
4: than good, right?
6: Yeah.
4: I think Sy si talked about this quite a bit as well. He's, we're not very compact at the moment. No. Klop said so, and Klopp said that well. afterwards. Yeah. Actually, that was one of the few things he, he was pretty truthful about. We're not very compact, so therefore we can't, we're, we're older, we can't get to the ball quick enough too and big. we're asking yeah. the pitch is too big. You need to change one of those. So we can't change the age of the player unless nope. he goes out and signs three brand new midfielders, which he probably is not going to do. You either make the, You either make the pitch more compact to give those older players more of a chance to press and get there in time, or you stop doing it. You, you just can't... I was listening to you talk about, I mean, and I've already got Jules data, but I mean, final third, they won seven in the first 15 minutes in the final third, we won two. Mm. You know, in, in the central areas, all game, yeah, we won six, they won 13 Jules mm. in the central area. It, it's just... And that's what we used to be like. We used to be that intense, but I think uh, it's... We are so big now. Uh, we're not compact. And we are just... I think I don't know why, but we seem to be putting systems in place that nullify us as offensively and defensively, put us in positions that we can't do. You know, putting Thiago in the ten—not a bad idea. He's on the ball, but you're asking him to do offensive work by not backing him up. By making the pitch is not compact, mm. so he's having to do loads of work in an area we shouldn't have to do. Yeah. It it's you're asking two deep line players, but then you stretch the zone you've got they've got to work in because you're not compact enough. It's it does a lot of things. I'm a very I try and think things logically through. I can't understand why we're doing trying to do all the things and not some things. It's just we've got to be more if we want to carry on doing pressing, we've got to be more compact. We can't we can't carry on doing this big open stuff. So we've got to be braver. I think we've sat off a bit. Uh, we're trying to play a deeper line, so we either, uh, as you said, we either forget doing the pressing and do something else, come up with a new way of doing it, which is going to be incredibly hard to do in mid-season with 17 to play, or you, you have to commit. You're going to have to do. You're going to have to go back to being brave and play higher. Yeah, I guess you
3: just imagine. Dan, imagine if you just had a month-long break to just sort this out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh dear. And then guess, you get more players injured. Yeah? But it, I, it, guess, just... I guess
2: the uh, silver lining of everybody in the league thinking you're really, really bad is that they'll be ta- they'll they'll play more football against you. So maybe we could sit deep and play counter attack for a while.
4: Well, I think there was a lot of things that we we did try and play counter attack today. Second half, when yes, no, we're no, not no, there. No, we no, we no. were trying to get the ball and play no. it into Mo and and Gapo really, really quickly. It didn't work very well because. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the compilations online that the quality of pass wasn't there, which is one of the problems you do get by switching Hendo and Thiago around. But I think we were trying to play a counter-attack at times. We just weren't doing the off-ball stuff of I said of blocking out the passing lanes. Yeah.
5: You can't. Can we, can, can't... Can we jump to the second half? Because because yeah. there are very, very obvious moments here that, that highlight the exact point you're making about counter-attacking.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
5: Go for it, say. So we swapped systems again in the second half, back to how we always play. Um, and straight away, um, Thiago lays the ball off to Matip. Uh, there is a really, really obvious uh, out ball over the top if Gakpo would run. I'm really not convinced by his speed. Um, but, and he doesn't have... He, he do, To be fair to him, he has no instincts of running in behind. No. So stick Darwin out there or Manet. Mane. And or Diaz and the out ball is on. It should have been anyway. Um, the ball gets dinked over the top of the halfway line, over the top of Lewis Dunk, the slowest man on earth. Um, and we've got probably in all likelihood a one on one with a goalie. Yes. Instead, Matip <coughs> looks and then plays a the ball into uh, Henderson, who was expecting a ball out to Trent. That in its, in, in the, the three things that happened there, we should have played the ball over the top. Instead, we played the ball into Henderson and Henderson was, was expecting a ball to Trent. Those three things show the dysfunction of this team. They all should have been expecting a ball over the top. Yeah. And in the end, it cost us the goal. And the game. There yeah. you go. First
2: goal was massive, going to be massive in yeah. this game, wasn't it? We were never going back for one down. Though we were being battered at that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then they, he passes it into Hendo and they literally had a, a, a three-man group press, didn't they, wrote to him on, on yeah, Hendo. You,
4: you know, like I spoke about exposing the flaws of players. Yes. Hendo is never, ever any good at looking behind him. He doesn't scan. Yeah. yeah? So playing a ball into him, when you can see two players running at him, is mm. asking for trouble. If you weren't going to knock it over the top, you've got to play that to Trent. Yeah. I, I've no idea why Matic plays it to Henderson. We're gonna lose it there 90% well, of the
2: time. Heads have gone because Matip played that ball a million times to Henderson. Yeah,
4: but it's thirty seconds <laughs> yeah. after the
2: restart, yeah. I mean, Come <laughs> on. I know, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean Matip's yeah, I mean, what's the amount of times he's given a short pass to Henderson in his in his Liverpool career, but yeah,
4: absolutely. Yeah, you you've put Henderson in a position where he's he's terrible at he's not very good at turning. He has to play with the ball in play. And again, that's another reason why I'm not sure playing him next to Fab is any good anymore. Yeah. Because he can't turn. So, i yeah I'm, I'm sorry this that that thirty seconds killed us, yes
2: yeah. yeah um, so si, next one, you got another example you said there was a, there were some good examples in the second half, so si, you on mute. <laughs> It
3: was well, it was the next goal, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I was say, it wasn't that long after. Well, yeah, let's do that. that. I
2: mean, that, this was, to be fair, this was a good finish, wasn't it, Rosie?
3: Brilliant finish. Still, Ferguson dribbled through his defense, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the gaps. Painful. Yeah. But um, this is
4: where Hendo goes to press high, doesn't he? He loses a high duel. Yeah. Fav comes across, but he too close. He's not closing down. And then McAllister, and then it ends up with all our midfield ahead of the ball, and they've got a three on two, and they just play the ball inside of um, Robbo in, in Canate's playing spot, and yeah. the player's there, and he, it, it's just Matip's too deep, so we can't play offside. It's again another thing about um, what Sai's saying about the system not being synced up, because Hendo's. Supposed to be playing next to Fab, yes. He goes up into the final third to press. So then we leave Fab exposed. Comes across. They play a ball in between. Can I, Matip's too too deep, so we can't play offside. But Robbo and Canato don't realise that until it's too late. Canato ends up being a no man's, and it's 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 a it's a great finish, but it's still. It, It's another. It's a systematic failure of 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 our fault. Yeah,
2: you give um, Rota. You give the second goal a failure to Fab on um, Estepinian in 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 on halfway. I see that. Yeah, that was a. It
5: actually came about from from choosing to make a stupid. It wasn't a ball over the top. It was a stupid long ball (laughs) onto the head of Salah, while nobody was expecting it. That's the problem. We're making choices that nobody understands. So, it, so nobody predicted any of these any of these decisions. Nobody was ready for the consequence. Yeah. So it was all yeah. reaction. <laughs> ball launched. He was always going to lose it because he always loses it. it. To be fair, we used to talk about for three years how we would launch the ball into the into the left side of the centre circle yeah. for Bobby Orr to yeah, lose yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were. Expecting that to happen, we were trying to cause a consequence. That to happen, yeah. And and in this, he just launched the ball onto the top of above Salah, and no one was there to do anything. And then and then everybody was surprised and reacted and tried to chase it. It's the chasing that's the problem. We keep calling it pressing, and it's it's chasing. It's just a <laughs> yeah, different yeah, yeah,
2: because yeah. it's not it's not structured. No, the more important thing was there's absolutely zero structure to our. It's, press it's the
5: effort. It's
2: Lallana chasing. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think, exactly. You know, Darby said heads had gone early on. I think this has head gone. Matt, it's made the error for the first goal. This is five minutes later. Yeah, and it's ironically like, we're doing I a lot of chasing of
3: Molana, isn't it? Well, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It is. What well, did he last an hour? Oh, Was last an hour? I can't remember how long he it, for. Yeah, an hour. Yeah,
3: and but, I think. I think there's a huge point. If you look at the defender, every single defender in our team this season feels like they've fallen off a cliff. Maybe other than Kanate. But Kanata looks so uh, good he
5: yes. do. too. I think Kanate so is I a bet better rea- is a better reactive player than a reactionary defender than the others. Yeah. I think he people think he's a front foot defender, and I don't think he's very good at that. But I think he's a good break glass of emergency because he makes bad decisions. So he's used to break glass in an emergency. And and so he looks good in these dis, in these situations one on one. Van Dijk used to be brilliant at everything, so he could do this, but he prevented yeah. it from happening, and now he's not as good at do, uh, doing the reactionary stuff. So Konate looks kind of better, even though in this game he wasn't great, but it looks better
4: because he's better at reactionary stuff. Matip is just all front foot. But, you know, so we've also asked them to do different things. Like we used to be high line, defend big spaces, yeah? now we're, Now we're dropping off. We're like right, defend. It's. A, I think it's a different. We're asking. It's the opposite mindset. It's not yeah. proactive. It's uh, reactive. You, and we're not. We don't have reactive defenders. Exactly. So we spent. We have a go saying that we have seven years training this offensive side, but we've also spent seven years working defensively, and that includes the centre backs. And we're now asking to do something completely different. It's, this is not how we defend. We don't defend with a deep line.
5: It's. It's well, like. It's like uh, recruiting Naby Keita and playing him uh, in a Pulis side. It's yeah, just so. something they aren't capable of doing. Yeah, exactly. Or playing, <laughs> not playing any in midfield.
3: But you're just talking there about uh, reacting in defence. But then we we were quite proactive in attack in terms of the pressing. So like that's the complete opposite. Yeah.
5: And I don't think I don't think it's proactive in pressing. I don't. I still think it's reactive. Because
0: I mean, in this not, game it's not cohesive, and
5: cohesive is proactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: But it was 120 pressing actions from the front three, if you include Thiago, that is a lot. Yeah. It's just yeah, volume. Yeah, of- yeah. It's
2: just volume.
3: Yeah. What, what it's just volume. Is, it used to be, we would be proactive in attack and defence, and now we've got a mix and match of... Yeah, all, and it's not synced. It's not synced it, together. It's, and it's not synced, and you can, yeah. see, you can see the consequences. No one's got a fucking clue what to do. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's, it's the, the four, four fewest, three, four four fewest, five fewest five touches we've had in opposition's box yeah. on the top yeah no. is it? yeah and and the second
6: fewest is a percentage of that of the total number of touches. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere.
4: It's, it's it's yeah. Whatever way you look at this, is it isn't a great. <laughs> so, just That's just
2: it. um, just on the um, the pressing again, Rosie, bring it back. The 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 two goals here were the fifth and sixth shots from failed pressing yeah. in, in this in this match. Um, I just wanted to quickly see if you can remember any of the other ones. the first one I got was Ox on McAllister after seven minutes, centre of our half. It leads to the I think the, the Solly March one, which is blocked over the bar by Trent. Yeah, can you remember that one?
3: Um, <laughs> yes, is it is it doesn't? I think he get he gets close enough to count it as a press, but not close enough
2: yeah. to the player. Yeah. And there was a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, there was Thiago on Estepinian, ten minutes. That leads to another Solimart shot. Yeah. He, he, he
3: was. I think Thiago was incredibly proactive in his pressing from that role, to be honest, and he was committing a lot. And I thought um, we had a couple of moments where he did win the ball back and yeah, uh, a didn't make the right decision or um, there was some good defending by that call, Will, to be honest. He, yeah. he out Salah a few times when I think we won the ball back for pressing. But, yeah, Thiago just commits and, and, does it, and, he, and he goes around him easily, like, like I said about how his technical Yeah, level
2: yeah. The next one Salah was on Salah on Colwell. Um, that on led the to the ball inside Trent for the Mitoma big chance in the first half. Yeah. defending from Trent, he's flat footed. Yeah. And doesn't uh, doesn't anticipate it, and his and Mitoma's gone. And then there's one on Salah on Caicedo, centre of Birmingham um, Brighton half there. That ends up with a, a Ferguson shot on the break just before yeah. half time. Um yeah, they've all melded into one rose
3: <laughs> yeah
2: it was a it was a it was a litany um of a disaster um can we talk about us on the ball guys for briefly um sorry, um we were we were toothless right we had a terrible
5: structure. you can't give ibu the ball basically we, he was our playmaker the in the first half um thiago had twenty two touches like it, it, when he moved deeper he got on the ball and he ended up as a six so he, so his his numbers look a little bit more like a normal game but they're not um it, it, how we were building i've no idea the 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 idea of how um that trent has played this is this is the fewest number of touches in a game for 176 matches wow. by trent
2: but and and oh. specifically, he was the one who was pushed more forward again in the in the first half, right?
5: Yeah. So he was completely
2: he he, he was third phase of possession before he got the ball. Wow. Well.
5: And and bear in mind where Thiago was playing. Thiago was in the third phase as well. So, so yeah. Uh, the guys you want are in possession. The three threats in our team in our, in possession were yeah. in the third or the fourth phase of build. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing?
2: Yeah. And you end up up as a team
4: with 37% possession against Brighton, yeah, in the match. It makes no sense. You know I do the one with only upper half passes? Yeah. And to register on that, you have to have four plus passes between the players to get a connection. Yeah. First half, no lines. (laughs) Second half, no lines. The only, if you combine those two together, you get two lines out of the entire game in the opposition half. And that is Henderson to Trent and Thiago to Ox. They are the only four plus connections of passes made in the opposition half all game. Wow. And that is shocking. This is
5: the fewest, fewest completed final third passes by Trent uh, since
4: 2017. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know if you want to play count second. it, it fine. started
5: the beginning of the season when when we I actually don't think so at all. If you look deep down, we started talking about it last year, but though we were very excited, how we played changed and we started to get worse. Our process was worse. I kept talking about it when, when we brought the first street baller in, and the street baller did enough to, to make up for the deficiencies to the system. Um I don't mean to diminish Diaz because he's brilliant, but it definitely changed how we play. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, can, we, can, we continued this. Mo got slaughtered and battered because he was out of form and terrible from coming back from Afghanistan. But how we used him completely changed. And we've basically forsaken one of, now in this game, our three best players for, I really don't
4: understand, but we've marginalised Mo completely. Yeah, it, sorry. We also moved Mane into the central area so we changed the role of our nine at that same time didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how so we got to Mo changed. Yeah, it, whereas it used to be interactive with Bobby doing that with Mo getting more of the ball but I think you're right We, we by moving Thiago in that area we notified him, Trent and Mo when we're away from home. Like you, need, you need quick ball out, you need quality ball out if you're going to play some sort of counter-attacking football and we didn't have any of that because we didn't provide our best ball players with the ball So, so I think we, we play
5: really narrow so that we compress the center of the pitch and stop through balls, which we didn't, obviously. We didn't do that well. No, no, we did it terribly at the expense, at the expense of um, any kind of width and create in space across the pitch against the opposition. And we, we attempted two switches in the whole game. Last season, there were games where we did more than 30. Like,
2: Virgil averaged nine for a season and a half. So we're talking about inexplicable decisions, right? Um, tactical decisions. Yeah, decision, yeah, absolutely. Though. What do you think the thinking there is, chaps? Come on, we, let's put ourselves in the coaching staff's shoes, right? There was a conscious decision to move Trent higher and play Rob O'Deeper when, you know, most of the season it's been the other way around, right? Trent's been sort of in a back three yeah, in build-up, yeah?
0: And yeah, we, yeah. we inverted
2: it for this
4: game. And what, what's what's the thinking? Well, I don't think that's the worst thing. I think it's the lack like, of width. I think, I, yeah. I, I, I think in this game it was it was. I don't
5: know. Without you, you do the scouting, right? The the the. the I know three things about this team that we we're playing against. Yeah. That they have two fantastic, um, unpressable centre mids. Yeah. And. Yeah. And they have the best outlet in the country on their left wing. That's dependent. No. um, Oh, Matoma. Yeah. 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 And so I would be trying to nullify that thing because I can't really nullify the thing in the central midfield. And what we seem to have done is forget that lad. Let's stop him getting the ball. By, press, by 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 um, making the midfield as compact as possible and we didn't stop him getting the ball at all. And nice. so we totally left ourselves open and I, I don't understand so many of the tactical decisions. How we build, I don't understand. I don't understand what a Liverpool goal looks like. If you look at any of our good players top 100 goals on the clock, Liverpool goal looks like three or four lads arriving in the box at the same time. Yeah, yeah in a synchronised manner. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and we're just not creating those opportunities anymore. Okay. So, to go to your point there, Si, about what we didn't do. As I said in the scouting, the zone they play the ball to, Milanalto <laughs> to, is the their wide midfield. <laughs> You're not right getting zone. his name at all, are you? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> but but my point is that by asking Trent to go high, he's not covering the zone that the ball's going from. No, the other way around. By not asking Robert to go there, he's not covering the ball that we need. We need to protect that zone for it not to go to the side where Trent is it's the complete reverse of what we should have done in my opinion. Yeah. The ball gets played from the right midfield or right defence zone. They have that above one of the highest rates in the league for balls from that area or switches. We didn't do anything to nullify that. We just went, yeah, go on then. And then we also let the guy who's got the highest XT have a free run because we pushed our fullback out of the zone that he operates in. But then you leave Robbo back to defend
5: the lad that scored twice.
4: Yeah. It, 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 whatever we did, it, it didn't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, if you look at some of the average positions, we're in the middle areas. We're not out wide in the, in the the wide uh, left and right zones. We're not out there at all going in the average position. So I don't know whether that's us trying to compact a little bit, but we're still too deep. We still have too much length to our, to our position. I, I don't, I, don't, I can't fathom. I'm sorry, Darth, I can't fathom why we decided to do this. I really can't. Yeah. Um, Matoma, 12 touches in the box, say. Eh? He's good, nice, isn't he? Is
1: it? Once, we, Once had,
2: we had 14 total. Uh, March was seven. We had four shots from his seven touches in the
4: box. There you
2: go. Yeah. Matoma looks tasty, doesn't
4: he? I mean, you knew what the, they had a PPD of 9.13 for the yeah. last five games. You know what they're going to do. I, I, do you know what I mean? It's not... They bang on their XG conceded for the last five games at six. Like, mm. there's so many things you knew what they were going to do yeah. and yet we set up not to, to defend against that do
5: you know what it felt like we were Bournemouth and they were Liverpool yeah
4: yeah
2: the whole match was played
5: match out by for,
3: Eddie yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole match was played out from the perspective of Brighton with the team the Champions, Champions League, League yeah. Champions, Champions League regulars and we were the mid-table cannon fodder for a routine home win that's exactly what it's saying. Like. we've seen that match so many times on the clock
4: yeah.
2: It, it, and Anfield yeah it is
4: it,
3: well, yeah it was first time it. I can remember seeing it in the opposite direction and to such a degree when um, the team is not massive yeah. the only it's thing the
4: first time it's happened been, though it is the first yeah, time it's happened anything yeah. that didn't match that CLT yeah, yeah. matchup you said was the fact that a CLT would put some of their reserves out right yeah they just went full strength so, yeah. absolutely so yeah first time it's happened but
2: it's been we were absolutely <laughs> taken apart um Question, chaps, on on our build up and our attacking play. What was um, how did you see Cody Gakpo's role? What was what was the plan for Cody Gakpo?
4: Either I think, anybody, I think. Sai so put it.
2: Uh, I think we set up to play Darwin. So, he, but you said you said Gakpo doesn't want to. You you, sorry, you specifically said he doesn't want to run running behind
5: yeah he, d- he looks like he doesn't want to run in, in behind to me he is, I, I don't well, he's really not a know. centre forward though is he no he's not he's a wide player and he looks yeah, yeah but, but a wide player's chance. running behind Mo, Mo and Mani ran running yeah. behind all the time he, he, his body shape wasn't that he, he wants to run in behind he looks like a ball first so rather than a so he yeah he looks like a ball first player and he wants to come to the
4: ball yeah I think he wants to come from deep I don't think he wants to be on the last line if that makes sense because in the second half, when he picks the ball up wide and puts in two crosses, he looked a bit more comfortable. I know the game's dead, but it's just he was in an area where he knew what to do. So Whereas this game, we put him going and got play up front with Mo. Yeah. Second game in the, in the Premier League.
2: Yeah. it Would, would, it, would it have it. been better doing a one and a one then? You know, he, if he was a ten behind me, would that have been better? If
4: he was, it would have been better if he had the ball. I, I, I think, <laughs> sure I we just didn't have the ball. From we didn't have the ball. It yeah. would have been better in playing. To be really? fair, in playing wide left and putting middle. Play the kid where he's used to playing. Yeah, yeah. Don't change his role. Second game, he's in the country. Well, I never understand why we do that. He's used to well, playing we don't usually we plan, don't yeah. we don't
2: usually do that. That's the whole point. We don't usually do that. We we usually profile players for a specific role, and they shine because they're playing the exact thing they're doing the exact yeah, yeah, same thing I mean, that they used to.
4: This is like caused by injury, whatever. Presumably, I'm. I'm well, I don't
2: think it, but... I don't think the profile thing is caused by injury, but yeah. No, no, but you know what I'm saying. Yet. We wouldn't.
4: We, I don't think we bought gap credit player front. Come on.
2: No, no, no. I don't. No, I, I, agree, I agree. either. Yeah. do. Yeah. you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sort playing him up front in this game. I was... mean, in in our traditional system. You know, a classic 4-3-3. Three, three. The only role, basically, he looks like he, he could do that would be the Bobby role, right?
4: What, gap guy you mean? Yeah. Off, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless, unless he's going to play the Manic role, yeah. Obviously.
2: And then the question is, we have to see whether he is good enough on the ball to play that role. We, yeah, we, you, we shall see. We shall we see. Shall see. Um, Rosie, I have a question for you on our pressing data because um, one of the things we said before he joined was we had doubts over whether... Cody Gakpo can play an oppression system, and I wanted to talk to you about his 47 presses in this game, which is in, which is a very large number, right? However, yeah. what I want you to do is just talk. Well, first of all, it's, it's it's easy to say 47 presses, one turnover, right? That's not he's not getting much production from his effort there, right? But that's in theory the kind of thing you'd we'd want a bit more at this point. But that's the kind of thing that can come with familiarity in the system. Yeah. You know? Yeah, back in the day, right? But what did you see in terms of his intensity, his purpose, his intent, and his um, um, yeah, in 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 his pressing? Well, clearly,
3: clearly, lots of effort. Forty-seven is a lot. Um, efficiency, eighty-one percent, decent.
2: Um, one of the best on the day. <laughs> what, what, what about when you were while you were collecting it in the actual vi- the video footage? Because you watch these things in slow motion, don't you, and stuff like that? What, what did you think yeah, of him? Yeah. The way is you know you've you, you've collected Mo, you've collected mana, you've collected Bobby, you've collected Jota. What what did you think of his? Um, is there any positives there? Is one of them I'm not trying to ask. I guess. Um, well, yeah. The,
3: the, the positives is I think he reads the game quite well. Um, st- But I don't think, like Sai says, I don't, he's definitely not the quickest over the first couple of yards. Um, There was a lot of solo pressing, I think, with him Um, 45 of the 47. That's to be expected. They're um, not going to be in sync with the system, especially when some of the experienced players who played over three hundred games on the yeah. ground. <laughs> yeah, quite not
2: doing similar. Um, but but what we're looking for is we're looking for those early signs, like we saw with Ox, like we saw with you know even Harvey Elliott, maybe other players we've seen over the years. We want to see those early signs of what 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 are we getting with our unique data? Here I on him.
3: think to use him, he needs to be constantly around the player that he's going to be pressing. I don't think we can expect him to cover um, big spaces. Like play. a whole back line like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I think with Mane, Sal and Firmino at the peak, um, they were able to run ten, fifteen yards to a press because, and they'd all be in sync, so the yeah so the pressure you were putting on the first one slightly affects the person once he's passed it to the next guy. But that guy has then got Firmino closer to him, so it puts him under more pressure and that kind of thing happens. Don't think we can expect that kind of uh <laughs> it's a it's a dirty word in Liverpool circles, intensity from Gat. <laughs> But well, I think if he, <laughs> I think he could Mark, a player like in a six, um, if he, if they just had a single six, I think he could mark a player in that ten roll really well. I think he, I think he's decent when he gets to them, but um, we will see more of w- whether it works in a more um, synchronized manner with other people. Um, it's
2: going forty sevens a lockdown. It is. <laughs> It is, but then again, we only had thirty-seven percent of the ball. So we did. That's yes, him. yeah, That's which him. is yeah. So yeah, it was forty possession adjusted, which is which is the mythical barrier forty. So to be fair, uh, yeah. he's done that anyway. Um, I did ask before the pod in the Under Discord chat for anybody has got any questions about this match we want to ask. I have got a few lined up. So Bart, I'm just going to come to you first to this Mm -hmm. one from, um, from Patrick. Um, How much is Moses Moises Casino worth to us
4: after that performance? Yeah, I suppose it's okay. Should we buy him? Yes. We should have bought him in the summer. Like when, when uh, Brighton (coughs) increased the price in the summer, I should have paid to pay for it then. Going to buy him now? Of course, it would. Um, Because he's expensive anyway, right? He's expensive anyway, but I mean, come on—he's worth even more Uh, to us, right? He's worth even more to us now. Can he do it on his own? No. I think you need two. Um, If you if you're going to make an investment in January to try and change this season, you need two midfielders. And if Moses can say, "Oh, I think he's one of them," fine. And you need another one of that of that type because we otherwise you get up or you start playing Naby more than thirty minutes ago.
2: but but decided decided also call him prime macaleli so uh.
4: yeah yeah but he still it, you can't expect him to come in and rescue our season on his own because he's got to no, play with but two he other would players, instantly he would instantly improve the intensity field, for the, sure the, the, the speed the s oh. but you know what we yeah. just said the cuff, hey, the agent fees i say <laughs> yeah but you know what we just said about the opposition targeting weakest areas so therefore, if you're playing in a midfield three with Henderson, Fabinho and Moses, which side of the pitch do you think they're going to target? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He can't do it on his own. Would he <clears> have <throat> an impact? Of course he would. Would I sign him? Of course he would. It's not my money. I would buy him, And I'd buy somebody else as well. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, question from Olkin uh, Cole, uh, B- SI. say. Uh, why are all our players late to arrive to challenges and why aren't players being followed up when they press? I think you've touched I on some of this. I think we've covered this in depth already. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. The,
5: structure, the, the timing's wrong of everything because the decision-making's wrong.
2: Yeah. Um, and question for... Um, oh, it's, it's the tactics one again. What do we think about Gomez playing right back and changing Trent's role? At this point, I, I, I've never, I've been completely against moving
5: Trent from right back for the whole of his career. But at this point, the fucking ridiculous obsession with the uh, with his positioning and and where he plays in which phase of the game, uh, I, I'm I'm just buying sticking anybody at right back and sticking him in midfield because it means Henderson's not going to be there and and sub, uh, and an addition by be subtraction fall, is yeah. so huge for us right now. And, and, and Joe, is,
2: Joe is so.
4: He's so off the pace at centre back now. It's unreal. And if you bought Moses and played Trent in midfield, there's your two. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're going to do something, you might as well do something. If you're not going to buy two, yeah, sod it, I agree with So I Put Trent in midfield, play Joe at right back, ten at stay at home too much. You got two two more athletes in the middle of the park straight away.
2: Yeah. Um Ash, we've asked Ash's question about as the ten, why? Um and the other question, um say, uh, Roberto De Zerbi, um, is he a potential long-term successor at Liverpool FC? What do you what are you thinking about um the Italians coaching at Brighton so far? Uh, it looks pretty uh, impressive to me.
5: I love him. I love it. He's Italian or oh, uh, me up. but I just I honestly I don't even want to think about it. I don't I don't know how we recover from here. I don't having not being a Twitter fan for the last five years and having lived through devastation and humiliation for 20 years of my life. (laughs) I can't, I'm not ready to face up to it yet. And I seriously don't know how we recover from this, but I don't see how we can by changing everything, if that makes sense. So I don't think a new manager comes in and, Works under the same circumstances the clock is working
2: in. Now. Well, we just, we've, we've just said the players haven't quit on him, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. I don't think the players have quit. I just don't think he is tasking him with the things that, that are appropriate for them right now. I, I, well, I think he is having a terrible season. But why are our tactics so bad? I think he's having a terrible season.
4: Yeah. I think he said that. He pretty much said that in the uh, post match press here at Brighton. Said he's never ever in his whole entire management career felt like this and had a game like that. I, I, if you're going to take anything, I think this game's a watershed really. Well, you'd like like to think so the way he was sounding, wouldn't you? Yeah, he was sounding completely. I mean, I know he sounded down before, obviously, but there's been mitigating circumstances like you know, personal issues and the rest of it. But this one, generally, from a managerial perspective, he sounded completely nutty beat.
2: Well, yeah, because he did, he went over and it was a brilliant photo. He was praying to the away end, uh, the travelling cop, wasn't he? And, you know, asking for forgiveness, wasn't he?
4: Yeah, even the sport today's presser for the Wolves game, he was still, yeah, okay. He'd be still quite, he thought about it, but he hasn't, he didn't offer any solutions. He's not getting it, but I'm just saying, this seems, I do, if you're going to take anything out of it, you've got to try to, this seems to be a really big moment for him. We'll see in the team selection tomorrow. We will, will. but then he hasn't, what's he going to do? But he's, he's, yeah, he
5: kids? I, I thought the weird thing is that some of the fan media who have been largely pro um, the Bro. English lads in midfield and largely against playing Navigator were fully behind Navigator earning his place in this team and were yeah. all livid that he wasn't in the team this week.
4: And to be uh, fair, though, I think he's deserved to start for the last two weeks. Yeah. It's going to need more than one. It's, that. it's going to need more one. than that. But the, the got asked about playing the kids or not today, and he said he's he he, he he's got to go full strength. What is full strength? That's the
3: problem. <laughs> and that's and that's, <laughs> quite quite a, that's what I said. That, that's what I said. What's he going
4: to do? What's his full strength? But he hasn't why got was
3: that, full strength so. against Brighton. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that to work in full.
4: Nah. No. No, because we'll get beat. We'll get beat. Yeah.
2: yeah. There we are, I'm afraid. Um, Right, see more that will win. Yeah, yeah. Play counter attacking against Wolves with you know, Nunez and Salah. Yeah, see what happens. I do, do for you
5: But the thing is, you've no idea. We managed to, even though Brighton were better than us, we managed to not concede in the first half. Yeah. If you stick, if if you at some point end up with Ox Ox's chance going to somebody else. It going in the back of the net. That's two we, one. Yeah. We could have managed to not lose that game. We could have potentially won that game with all of the shit that is going wrong in our team right now. All of the processes <clears that> look <throat> terrible. We could have fluked our way to another win. A little bit like Villa. Yeah, but that would have been like Leicester.
2: Leicester. It be papered
5: over the cracks. Yeah, you know?
2: It's just, you know sometimes you it need is that, possible. That's what I'm saying. We could
5: continue this with a with a shitty win in the cup. Yeah. I think the key for me is it was
3: the twenty third time out of the last thirty five games that we conceded the first goal.
2: Yeah, that yeah. Was a long. Well, did, did you see the James York stats bomb um, stuff? Um, um, XG James difference, when, XG difference when tied, and we are negative this season. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just such a change from. Where we were, that was our number one. The time spent winning, the XG went tied. Oh God,
4: yeah. how we've fallen! Not conceding, in the first goal from a set piece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, do you know what? That that's almost got to be a target now. <clears throat> it's right. You've got you've done a half not conceding. Just, yeah. you, just I'm being serious now. Go 90 minutes without seeing the goal. Yeah. Do that or go ninety minutes without any um, it in two big chances.
0: Yeah, how many how big, cha- you big chances? How
4: many big chances? have Roy to- Hodgson. <laughs> no, but I think you've got you've got to start somewhere. You've got yeah, to yeah. start. I, I, I don't. I'm not four. Say that. And,
5: and on paper, I'd agree, but I don't at all. I don't think. I don't think these players can can put in a stoic defense on the edge of their box, and that's not how they defend. No, no, and I'm we not saying can't defend that. It, the it, way we targets. the way we would the way we're designed to, we currently aren't doing it. And, and because it's, it's so inextricably linked to what we do with the ball, and that's the thing that we're failing at, I yeah. don't think it matters. Yeah. The only thing we can do is hope that no one makes a gross mistake again, which we keep doing.
2: Yeah. So this, that's... We, we, But we're all agreed though, the team is broken, right, at the moment. The system yeah. is broken, the process is broken. That's the, the
4: beauty of the system, is that both the attack and the defence are so intertwined that they work really well. And now one, now one is broken. It breaks the other.
2: Yeah, the attack has been okay for large parts of the season, and now, yeah, we're getting yeah, dropped down there. But even still,
5: like I, I shared the, yeah, uh, the, in the in the yeah,
2: group did, the yeah. other day, the the uh, XG two values. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're yeah. saying we've been having the chances. We've just been appalling finishing. But yeah, yeah but now, which is
5: costing us game state.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. But now, now, now the the attack is dipping as well. So, yeah. Yeah, now we're not even creating the chances. that Yeah, we're which is, this, is, this is the worst state of affairs. Absolutely. Right. Anyway, we shall be back next week for the Wolves and Chelsea.
1: Doubleheader. Until then, up the reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show.